Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, ladies. Welcome to the Ministry and Motherhood podcast. We are joined by a very special guest, my friend, Kristen Fields Chadwick. She is a spirit-empowered Christian life coach, a podcast host of an incredible podcast called Holistic Hearts and Podcast Manager. And each day she is on a mission to be an influential, empowering women who bring real change and freedom to the deepest places of people's lives through Jesus himself, a gentle, kind, playful savior. Kristen, we're so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Lauren. (laughs) One thing I love about uh, you, Kristen, is that you are a mom that kind of manages it all, but you're also a mom that is so true to what God is speaking to you in and throughout your life. And I think so often we um, get in this place as moms and you have four little ones and I'll give you a minute to just introduce yourself here in, in a second, but we get to this place where we're just so crazy and chaotic that we miss out on the gentle whispers of God. And you love to help other women and moms hear those voices and connect deeper with their savior. But if you want to just take a minute and let us know a little bit about you and your family and uh, this journey God is bringing you on and how you serve other ladies. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I am a mom of four. Um, I have twin boys on our tail end and then we have their 10 and then I have a 12 year old and the 14 year old and they are, um, awesome and a handful. (laughs) (laughs) They really keep me on my toes. Um, and yeah, we've, my husband and I have been married for 16 years. We've walked a um, pretty intense journey. We got married pretty young and then had four kids very quickly. I mean, within a year we were pregnant and then it was boom, 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 um, with kids. And yeah, we've walked a pretty intense road, like I said, in our marriage and both in our, um, health with our kids and health in myself. Um, so tapping into that voice, um, that, that Holy spirit guidance was absolutely necessary. Um, really as a young mom, um, I really struggled with feeling adequate enough to, um, be able to hear well and to, um, feel like I actually was empowered enough to be a good mom to four young kids. Um, I remember finding out when I was pregnant with twins and being like the whole pregnancy, I was like, I'm not, I'm not having twins. <laughs> like, uh, that can't be true. And I mean, literally until they were in my arms, I really had a hard time wrapping my head around it because mm-hmm. I did not feel adequate as a mom with only two kids. And, um, and now, and I say that now, whether you have one kid or four kids or 10 kids, like that lie will always be there of, I'm not good enough as a mom. And I'm passionate about what I do because I had somebody come alongside me when I was in that space, um, that gut wrenching anxiety, overwhelmed place. And was like, Kristen, God gave you these children for a reason. And it was really through that relationship that, um, 
really sparked this, like, Oh, I want to do this for other women because this has helped me so much. So that's a little tangent, (laughs) but that is why I do what I do. I am a spirit empowered coach, like Lauren said, and, um, I love to come alongside moms and especially in those young years when you feel lost and overwhelmed and, um, you, you are not quite aware of the narratives that are going on in your head yet. Um, and so that's kind of my job is I love walking my clients through like, well, what's that story that you're telling yourself? Because sometimes we don't even know until somebody else starts digging out. Like you're telling yourself something in this moment. That's why you're so overwhelmed when your kids are crying or blah, 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 blah. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I love to do. I love to encourage those moms. I love to, um, my most passionate thing that I do is I love teaching about how to encounter Jesus. Um, in my own walk, I really needed something tangible to hold on to. I grew up a Christian. I did all the Bible studies. I went to mops. I served on mops. I was on their ministry team. I did all the Beth Moore studies. (laughs) I did all of those things. It was like my checklist of, I I am trying to be a good Christian, yet when I come home and my kids are off the chain and I'm losing my mind over not being in control. And that right there was like a wake up call and like, Jesus, you've got to be more than checking off the box. And so in my own story, I really had to come to a place of understanding and walking in a place of asking questions of Holy spirit, what else, what am I missing? Um, there's gotta be an experiential way to walk this out as a Christian, as a believer, as a follower of you, Jesus. Um, and that is exactly what he did. He really walked me through this journey of really using my imagination through meditation of, um, this, it's so hard to explain, but basically it's using your imagination to picture Jesus and really having a conversation with him in your mind. Um, and that transformed my whole life. Um, it was my life with my kids, my life in my faith and with my husband, um, just really being able to picture Jesus in my mind, just looking into his eyes and, um, Yeah. So that, that is what I love to coach moms on is that he's so much more real than we think. And my life mission is not just to know about God, but to reveal him. And part of that is actually experiencing him every day, every day. Yeah, that's awesome. So backtrack with me a little bit. You were a mom of two kids have brand new twins already. So here you go. You have four kids in the mix, two of them, newborns, and you're in this middle of just surviving, right? Like taking care of all these kids, making sure they're alive. And there's lots of other moms that are in that same place right now. And if you were to go back and give yourself advice what would you say is like the top thing that women should do if they're in this place? Because I think when you're in that place, a lot of times it's like, well, I'm just trying to get through this season. 
And we all know God is a gracious God and he Mm -hmm. is patient and loving and faithful to us. And so even if we are not being intentional in Mm -hmm. our relationship with us, he's still pursuing us. And so I don't want people to feel guilty with the, Mm -hmm. the busyness or the craziness or the chaos that they're having right now, but to recognize that there is a way to have that intentional connection with God every single day. So what would you say to a lady with newborns that are waking up multiple times throughout the night, other kids that they're trying to keep from killing themselves every single day, right? As they're (laughs) climbing things and jumping off of things and all those things. How would you give them practical steps to really connect with God in the midst of that? It's a great question. Um, and I love, this is one of those things that I love walking my clients through. So you have to do what fits into your schedule and what connects to you. Um, for me in that season, it was worship music. I needed to have worship music. I did not need more Bible study. I did not need a checklist of some sort. I needed actual engagement of music, which totally makes my heart come alive. And for me, it actually involved my kids too. And I mean, they have the funnest memories, most fun memories of like dancing in the living room to like hip hop Christian, because like I would sense this, we need to change the atmosphere. It is way too chaotic. And so we would either turn on, um, like planet boom was a big one. Um, and like just all out dance worship. I mean, it sounds super cheesy, but like all my kids were all about it. Um, or we would turn on, um, a good friend who is an amazing worship leader here. He had a CD that was like our go-to mix or Will Reagan, which is another, um, really calming music. And all of my kids would be in it because we were with each other all all the time. Um, so I would say it really depends on your rhythm and what you want. Like ultimately, what do you want? And for me in that time, I needed peace more than anything. And so whatever it took to bring back peace and just to anchor myself into the person of peace, which is Jesus himself, um, was music. It was, um, sitting in my car after I've unbuckled everyone and they're sitting and playing in the yard and I'm sitting in my car, listening to a worship song and letting tears come when it was like a frustrating outing, um, that was a big thing for me. Like I just needed that extra five minutes to reconnect. Um, as far as one who has a newborn, Oh, like I just want grace on those moms of like, do not get up at five o'clock in the morning. If you have been up all night, like the Lord knows you need rest and he can talk to you more than just five o'clock in the morning and incorporating, um, you know, like even while you're nursing, in the morning, that early morning feeding, like just get scripture. And if you just have one verse that you're soaking in over and over again, of like, I just need to hear this one piece. One of my most favorite go-to places is, um, song of songs, which is, um, yes, it's a very intimate, um, book in the Bible there's, um, this translation, the passion translation, which is the most beautiful example of Christ and the bride, the bride of Christ and Christ. And the way that they've translated it 
is absolutely stunning. And just going through those verse by verse of like, this is what he actually thinks about me. And this is how he pursues me is what I would need in that season. Because I know when you're like in the throes of spit up on your shoulder, you've been touched all day. <laughs> like the last thing you want is like, you know, for me, it was like, I do not want to be touched anymore. But I think what I needed the most was to know that I was being pursued by him in the throes of motherhood. And those verses are so powerful to just sit in and meditate on and actually imagine him coming for you. And, um, I mean, I just picture like a mom nursing and just sitting back and thinking about like, this is how the father and Jesus is pursuing me right now. And, or, you know, I mean, no matter what it is, you really can just click on your brain and imagine a moment where, where's Jesus in this scenario right now? Like as my kids are playing in this holy moment where nobody's arguing, right. (laughs) And, and just being like, wow, Jesus, I can picture you playing blocks with my two-year-olds and I can see you like cheering them on and like, yeah, put that block on there. Oh, you should totally knock it down and just having fun with it. It's that like childlike wonder. Um, so yeah, so I think if I would go back, I would say, think way more wide of who he is. He's not just in a Bible study. He's not just Sunday morning. Um, but he's so much more and he's playful and, um, yeah, not taking myself so seriously on that front. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, I love all that you talked about. And I think that there are some major truths in there that we can just pull out really quick. Number one, let go of the lie that our time with God has to look a certain way. Right. I think that, uh, women and as moms, we have all these expectations that we feel are placed on us when no one has actually said, Hey, we expect this of you, right? Like it's just Satan's one of his biggest, you know, schemes is to just give us these expectations. And it's so funny because we all have that same burden and feel that same expectation, even if it's never been written in sand, right? right? Or on a piece of paper, we all feel like, oh, well, I have to spend an hour praying to God and reading scripture and journaling and, and all of these things. And, you know, that's such a lie because yeah. yes, we go through a season, but also God is like, so beyond the box of just reading your Bible and opening it up and reading a devotional and, you know, praying a certain way or whatever that looks like. And I think that when we remember that we are all created individually in his very nature, we recognize that our very personality, our likes, our desires, um, are the things that make us come alive are all part of our connecting with God. Right. And so when we can get out of that box and say, Oh, well, you know what? I recognize when I'm going through a really stressful day, getting outside is Mm -hmm. life giving to me. So even if I don't have the time, I've been up all night, I'm exhausted. I've tried to read my Bible and I'm falling asleep or it's I'm reading it, but I'm having to reread it because it's not actually connecting. Right. We've all been there before. I can take my kids with me and say, let's go on a walk. And it doesn't have to look like a certain way, but then I'm opening myself up to, okay, God, show me who you are in creation. And sometimes that is like, man, 
Henry, my six-year-old, do you see how beautiful this is out here? God created all of that simply mm-hmm. for us to just stand in awe of, right? For yeah. us to, you know, love and and recognizing those things are okay. And the worship, I mean, you're speaking my language. We, <laughs> when we wake up grumpy, I'm like, okay, it's time to put on a worship song because we need to change our attitudes here. And mm-hmm. I need that just as much as the kids uh, most mornings. And so, you know, doing that and making that a part of your everyday life and recognizing that when I had my two-year-old, two years ago, cause he's two, right. And we could do the math when he was a newborn and nursing all the time, he was super colicky. I had to give up all of these things, um, to diet for his, you know, um, gut health and all these things. Right. Cause he had allergies and stuff like that. And it was a really trying time for the first eight months. And I would nurse so long. And I recognize now looking back that I made that because it was a natural part of my day. I made that, this is the time where I'm going to try to pray for him and pray mm. for my kids and connect with God. And that was some of my deepest prayer seasons in my life was that time where I nursed him consistently. And even when it was two in the morning and I was half asleep, like I was still praying and connecting with God and, and recognizing that, you know, God was using me in those times. And I know you've worked with me before and we talk about, you know, setting up these routines and systems and habits. And a lot Mm -hmm. of those things is just simply piggybacking something on what you're already doing. You're a crazy chaotic home with, you're not, you're not crazy. That's not what I'm trying to say here, but we are (laughs) a crazy chaotic season with lots of young kids. You might feel like you're crazy. Okay. I did most of the time going through that season and still sometimes feel that way. But when you're going through that season, recognize, you know, there are things that you're consistently doing. Mm -hmm. How can we partner up those things that you're consistently doing to go after some of those, those goals or desires connecting with God, right? Praying for your family and your kids. Um, Does it look like every time I change a diaper, I'm going to pray for one of my kids, right? Does it look like every time I prepare a meal, I am going to take that time to listen to a podcast or to listen to worship? you know, piggybacking those things in in that season to kind of walk through what is a new way I can connect with God and exploring that. I love that you said, have some fun with it because we Mm -hmm. get in these boxes and these ruts that what we do in church is how we connect to God. And that's really not biblical, right? Like church came out of your connection and relationship with God. It wasn't actually something that like God set up in order for us to connect with him. Um, And so finding ways to just look back um, and explore different avenues. Uh, I even found that a lot of times, even secular music, I know this is a hush. I know some people. Oh, Oh, I have a list. Sometimes (laughs) secular music, like their love songs spoke so much more to me from God. Like God was speaking something over me when I was in my young adult years and early mothering years where I found even just those moments that were not necessarily ordained for the Holy spirit to use, um, to speak to me were times where God was just so evident and showed up in such powerful ways. And so I love it. Okay. One of the greatest, this is a little side note, greatest (laughs) albums that is not necessarily worship, but it is so powerful is the greatest showman. Uh, that soundtrack, (laughs) oh man, I have such great memories of just being pumped up by those songs. And another one too is, um, this is actually a more recent one is, uh, who sings it? It's like MLK or something. ML MVLK. I'm going to totally botch it anyway, but it's Ooh child. It's the old song that Ooh child. 
things oh, yeah. be so easy here. So she did it in a slow version. And this was just in the last year. And so, um, so a little backstory is my son has pans, which is a, um, basically strep in the brain. So it's a very long process of healing. And, um, somebody played that song during a retreat and I lost it. I mean, like I'm not an easy crier and that like hit deep within my soul and it still does. And, but it's such a good reminder to connect to that deep place within me of, oh yeah, my heart is that things are going to get easier and brighter. And that's my prayer for him. So I love that you brought that up, that secular music <laughs> can be worship. Absolutely. You believe it, the things yeah. of this world God can use right. to speak to us through. <laughs> Could you amazing. even imagine, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Um, no, that's so awesome. So tell me what are some out of the box ways that you have seen women connect with God that maybe others can try to explore? One of my favorites is through creativity. Um, I, one lady that was in a group that I did, um, called re-engage your heart, which was all about like, if you were feeling numb or kind of like blah about your faith and to watch her transformation through how she used creativity, which, um, is a whole backstory of, we are creative, no matter what, even if you feel like you're not a creative person, you are creative because you are made in the image of God, who is the creator. So we are all creative in some way. And, um, this particular lady just thrived and she actually gave me this huge art piece that she did out of coming from a place of, she didn't know she believed in God. And by the end of our time together, the like transformation was unreal of just her time of working it out creatively. Like she did, um, like this paint, I don't even know what you call it. It's like a glass painting, mm -hmm. um, of light and darkness. And so that is one of my most favorite ones is like, get out paints. Like if you haven't touched paint in a year or years, I should say, get paints out, put on worship music and let yourself color and paint with your kids. Um, that was one of my most favorite things to do when our kids were little, um, just that we were all in this process of actually tapping into who we were created to be, which is the creator, um, or to be creative. Um, let's see. Another one is movement. Like you hit on walking outside. Um, that's a big one for, for me personally, especially right now in the season, um, walking outside and being prayerful. We get to walk our kids to school. So usually on my walks home, and this will start back up in a couple of weeks when our kids go back to school, um, I will pray out loud, um, for our kids and wherever the Holy spirit leads. Um, I'll pray over our neighborhood. I pray over the school, um, the teachers. And so that's a big one. Um, Another one that's outside the box is this is a whole long conversation, but I'll try to make it short is actually reconnecting with our heart and what is going on. Like, what are we feeling? Yeah. And sometimes we can disassociate, um, 
and be like, oh, I don't want to feel fear because I'm not supposed to feel fear. Um, but it's actually the connecting point to, to enter back into, um, a conversation with Jesus. So it could look like waking up in the morning and being like, you know what, on a feelings wheel, I had to print one out because I definitely did not know feelings (laughs) for a long time. Um, so I had to actually print out a feelings chart and be like, okay, am I mad, sad, happy? Um, like the basic you know, like five different examples. And then it categorizes like, okay, if I'm sad, I'm disappointed or rejected. Um, and then being like, okay, I feel rejected. So Jesus, what do you say about that? And and most of the time it's him connecting with me exactly where I'm at instead of taking the day and not acknowledging that I felt rejected or disappointed Um, because then we miss out on that connection with our heart to heart with Jesus. And he already knows it anyway. So (laughs) in Psalm 139, you know, he already knows our deepest, darkest thoughts. And, and that's the places that he wants to meet us because those are the places that he can transform and see us. And we recognize, I need, I need you in that place of anger or, um, hurt or, worry. And, um, so I think those are a couple of ideas Is that helpful. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. That's awesome. And I think that as you explore that more, more things going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. I always love to say that that God's creativity doesn't run out. And even if we think that things are logical and headed this direction, man, there's ways that God can make things come out of what seems impossible or nothing, whether that's clarity in our own calling or business, or as a mom, whether that's our financial situation or even our personal relationship with God and our intimacy with him, like God has a way and he has a plan and he has a purpose through all of it. And so he's constantly refining that. Um, and I think that Women in these stages are at a place where, man, God is calling us to step up and connect with him more and really be in tune with what he's calling us to do, right? With living out the life that he's called us to have. And all of that starts with our personal intimacy and relationship with him. And so who better to partner with than Kristen to help walk you through that um, and journey you through that. She has a couple different courses and a couple different things that she's doing. Um, I would love for you to kind of touch base on, you know, what they could do to plug in with you, but also where they could find you online if they want more information. Yeah. So the first place you can find me is holistic hearts podcast, like Lauren mentioned at the beginning. Um, and then yeah, during the year I have various courses available. Um, this upcoming fall I'm partnering with my mom, who's a licensed professional counselor, And we are going to be doing a boundaries coaching group because I have found with my clients, the number one issue that we talk about is boundaries. And, um, I just feel like it's a huge need, especially for moms. Um, so we have, we have 10 spots available and, uh, so we want it to be a smaller group. So there's that it's eight weeks. It's online. We are going to walk through the boundaries book and the boundaries workbook. Um, and you get a licensed counselor there who is acting as a coach online (laughs) and, um, you'll get 45 minutes with her throughout the, um, the course. So there's that. 
And then you can also, if you're wanting one-on-one coaching just to break through spiritually, I do offer coaching in that department. Um, you can work with me one-on-one. I offer a six month package because I love to see you walk through all seasons of life or most of the seasons of life in a year. Um, yeah, so there's a few options out there that you can work with me. I would love to come alongside. Like I said, it is my passion to walk alongside moms who are in the throes of young, young kiddos and feeling overwhelmed and, you know, just all those, um, anxiety kind of feelings, um, and feeling disconnected. That is, I would love to just get my hands on you. (laughs) That's awesome. And I will put links to Kristen's podcast as well as her website, where you can find more information about all that she offers, um, in the show notes here with this episode. So you can get those down below. Uh, but man, if you are a woman who wants to reconnect with God, connect with him in greater intimacy, wants to establish boundaries appropriately for all the roles that you handle, uh, there is no better person to connect with than Kristen. She is phenomenal. She is the real deal. She loves the Lord and she loves people and, uh, she is real. You know, that's one thing I love about you is that you just lay it all on the table. There's no pretending um, you are who you are, mistakes and all, and you live that out and you help other people walk through that. And so I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that we've been able to build a friendship and connection here and for you joining the podcast. Do you have any parting wisdom or love for the ladies here? Oh man, you guys, you, you got to take advantage of having Lauren as a coach because she really helped me gain clarity in my own ministry and motherhood, even, you know, 10, 10 years in from my last kiddos, I definitely needed help in that systems and habits. And Lauren is like a ninja in there, just (laughs) really just seeing like how my life, because how she does it is she really looks at my life personally. And then she just helped me kind of clarify what would be the most helpful. And she's a great accountability partner. That's for sure. So yes, check her out for coaching. She is an incredible, uh, clarity coach for sure. You're awesome, Kristen. Thank you. Loved having you here. Super excited for this new school year as your kids go off in a couple weeks and all the things that God's going to do in your boundaries course and your coaching coming up. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you, but more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.